0: <laughs> you had to start, right? But gonna Yeah. I actually don't know how this is going to go. If it doesn't get. see. <laughs> okay, this actually isn't the vibe that I'm going for.
1: What vibe are you going for?
0: <laughs> I wanted to uh, basically call out the fact that we had our first snowfall. and also make it like post-apocalyptic but i feel like this looks more like i'm a hacker
1: i yeah you look like a little bit like the guy from breaking bad yeah but you still look cool
0: well yeah obviously (laughs) yeah (laughs) i mean thanks but you know let's try to keep the topics to things that the audience doesn't know
1: (laughs) yeah we (laughs) really shouldn't wear
0: sunglasses wait why
1: are you wearing sunglasses for a snowfall i think i'm I
0: (laughs) Listen, I have a lot of bad ideas. It was more of a a take on, like, the apocalypse. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay,
1: yeah, yeah, the apocalypse.
0: And like I said, I I have missed the mark with the overall look as well, so.
1: I'm glad you called it the first snowfall. Because I would. Because I think we had flurries before, but it was, like, barely.
0: Yeah. Yeah, those don't count. But
1: this one stuck for eight hours.
0: Well, I mean, we've still got some. Oh, really? Like on our plants and stuff. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. I feel like, what? Which way do we face? We face east. I don't know. Our whole parking lot is gone from snow.
0: Gone from snow.
1: <laughs> gone from snow. This what? is my everyday vocabulary.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the wardrobe. This is the Who You Know podcast. I'm Rylan Demon.
1: and I'm Alisa Wilde,
0: and we've got a fantastic show for you today. I'm so excited to talk about twenty twenty one. Yeah. All the best. Wrap um, up. Are we talking about any worse? Probably not. Let's try to keep it positive, we avoid,
1: shall we? Avoid those. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh yeah. So best of twenty twenty one. Uh we've also got a little bit of holiday tradition talk, which I think is gonna be very heartwarming. Um
1: getting ready for the holidays.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we've P- been doing a lot of that.
1: Christmas, New Year's. I mean, I, I celebrate Christmas, so I don't have any other traditions. But yeah, right. That's probably what we'll talk about.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we had our first snowfall. It was actually quite bad. Uh, not in terms of, like, quantity of snow, but the roads got super icy. Oh,
1: but it was pretty late, at yeah. least. So yeah. it was, like, like between like... 6
0: p.m. and midnight that it all yeah. happened, I think. Yeah, and I had a friend telling me that uh, when he was driving down... That primary road that heads we East to west in our city Yeah um, That they actually saw five different Vehicles like Man. that had Rolled into the ditch
1: That is scary I Dan was out that night and he came home at like 10.30 He said he slid once but Cause I was nervous when I looked outside yeah. I was like please drive safe <laughs> And he's like I almost slid And I was like I told you to be safe
0: <laughs> What do you do when you get like really worried About somebody's safety Uh Like, some people will, like, pray, even if they're, like, not religious, like, that kind of thing. Some people just, like, dwell on it a lot.
1: Yeah, I would say I worry about it often, and so if they weren't responding, then I would start calling them a bunch, and then I would start reaching out to people who they were with. I mean, I haven't done that in a long time. So I guess I haven't been that worried about anyone recently probably cuz we're all stuck at home anyway. True. I have my eyes on everyone I need to. <laughs> yeah, I I worry a lot though about things. So about I, safety I get pretty things. used to it. Safety I would say safety is not like one of the highest things I worry about.
0: Okay. But what, what do you worry I'm
1: about? I'm trying to think. I worry I'm going to pause and cut this out.
0: Take your time. Actually leave leave all of the the pausing.
1: (laughs) The anticipation. That way they know like
0: how hard you're trying
1: to Um, come up with this. I think like if you think of what anxiety is, I feel like that's my brain. Like I worry about, Mm -hmm. oh my God, tomorrow I need to get this and this and this done. And then I just think about it for like hours on end. And then I'm like, okay, what if my package doesn't arrive soon enough? Like what am I gonna do if that doesn't happen? It's kind of like a rolling ball of like, what if this doesn't happen? What will I do next? And I'm just always thinking of that. Even, like, probably today. Today, Rylan offered me lunch, like, before I came over. Even in my head, I was like, what if he forgot about the lunch thing? Like, what if I get there and I'm hungry? Like, I was trying to decide. So I was like, okay, I'm going to eat a snack before I go, just in case.
0: You're such an actuary.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's not, like, over-consuming of my life, though, I think, which is good. Or at least maybe I just don't let it. It's
0: like a mild anxiety, maybe. Yeah. You're kind of just looking at Contingency plans and yeah,
1: yeah. But that, yeah, that's how like I an actuary brains work. Yeah, wired. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we are taught through our profession to look at all of the risks, yep. even if they're very, very low likelihood.
1: Yeah, definitely risk adverse is in my brain all the time. Yeah. Not all the time. I'll take a risk once in a while if I think it isn't that risky. <laughs> Probabilities.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> I feel like I feel like just wearing sunglasses makes me oh, like a God. slightly different person. It's,
1: I like I'm it's used to it weird. already. I feel like we should always wear sunglasses.
0: All right, so
1: <laughs> this is like Snoop Dogg version of you or
0: something. It's the uh, it's pit bull version of me.
1: Okay, yeah. yeah, that's perfect. Yeah,
0: yeah, we weren't really planning on talking about all that, but
1: do you worry about anything
0: yeah (laughs) i mean i i think like uh the thinking about all the things i have to do tomorrow i don't i don't i don't relate to that Mm -hmm. uh but i definitely have like a very safety minded kind of i i don't know if it's anxiety or just like it's like high priority for my brain uh but yeah with like home safety things like Mm -hmm. making sure that like You know, there aren't things that can trip people. I I worry a lot about, like, a potential electrical issue down here, because we've had, like, a couple light bulbs burn out, like, very quickly after we put them back in, so I'm like, all right, let's just not use that until, like, we get an electrician in. I think about stuff like that quite a bit.
1: Okay. Yeah. I feel like that's not something that goes through my head a lot, is, like, the things in my apartment, at least. Maybe if I had a house, it would be different. I I don't know if we're too concerned about safety. (laughs)
0: right well also Maybe like we be. not just safety but also for me like health like i think about yeah. that a lot i think that that probably has to do with like living with an autoimmune condition that i've had my entire life so i just think about it more often because right. it's kind of like in my face more often
1: yeah your lifestyle's different
0: right than... yeah so i think there's like a little bit of learned behavior there and i don't know like neither of these like safety or health I don't, like, feel stressed about it all the time or anything. Yep. But, like, if something happens, and then I'm, like, oh, then I'm, like, on, and I think that's where the stress comes. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not, like, pervasive. Like, it's not throughout everything in my life.
1: Yep. That just reminded me. I feel like I worry about optimization a lot, too. Like,
0: if I buy something
1: online, I constantly check it to see if it goes down in price, and then I return the other one, and I buy the, like, it has to be, like, enough. Savings to do it. But then I'm like, with my flights, I was buying flights this week and I'm like, no, we need to buy them now. Like, what if they go up in price tomorrow? Like, right. I right. just get so worried about that too. Yeah. And yeah. getting on our flight. <laughs> I'm a big, I want to be there an hour before the flight takes off.
0: Cause I'm, I'm the same way. I think, I think this is a shared, <laughs> shared okay, good. One. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think it annoys some people that I travel with,
0: but I am like,
1: we need to go we need to go
0: mm. yeah I get I get pretty tense if I don't have like a very healthy buffer yep and like usually I end up sitting there for like an hour at the airport reading a book or whatever right it's not but that that is much yeah that's like preferable and kind of cool yep. to like you know only having like five minutes before your flight boards because then I feel like oh, I was cutting it too close yeah what if there's an accident on the way to the airport you know whatever
1: I was Heart pounding one time. It was a connecting flight and we had like twenty minutes to get food and we before it starts boarding, we get in line. I'm like, How long will this take? And they said, About twenty minutes. I'm like, Okay. And Dan's like, Should we skip it? I was like, He really was hungry. I was like, No, you can do it. <laughs> and I'm literally like I like I do like nervous ticks. I'm like shaking my leg the whole time and we're just waiting. They're calling the next class. They're calling the next class. And we finally get up there and they're like, I've been calling your guys' names and I was like <laughs> well, we're here now.
0: Oh my I was so scared. When was this? Uh it was probably this year.
1: I don't know okay, where we were going.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, cool. Should we get into the... The real stuff. Yeah, the episode. Yeah. Uh, so okay. what we wanted to do is uh, talk about, like, the best of 2021. And we've got categories for it, right? So we've got, like, best movie, best moment maybe yep. we were we were fiddling around with the wording on some of these yep. uh i've got my best video game we've got a lot of like bests that we're gonna go through and we've each got our own categories that we came up with yep. uh and i feel like 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 if you've got a best video game feel free to speak up tell me about it elisa okay. i'd love to hear it
1: i did just start playing one this week i might just oh. talk about it okay all right <laughs> here we go it'll be a funnier one
0: uh we figured we'd go through some of the best of 2021 kind of look back on the year and remember how great it was yeah. call out those things that we thought were impactful to us and share it with you
1: and tell us what your favorites are Give yeah us some in the
0: comments yeah below.
1: fight us on it
0: <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm just now realizing that i didn't go back and answer all those oh. comments that we had and i'm feeling i'm i'm getting to the point now where i actually feel guilty
1: okay that. <laughs> goal this week I'll yeah it
0: no seriously
1: um, I do write my goals down.
0: <laughs> I need to. I need to focus on that. I don't have goals, so maybe that's part of the problem. I have weekly goals. <laughs> Let's start off with favorite movie.
1: Take it away.
0: <laughs> I will happily take it away because I went to the theaters a couple weeks back to see Dune. Have
1: you?
0: And it blew me away. I've been a I've been a fan of the the Dune novels for a long time. You have read them all. I read a. Few Few of them. Okay. I think there are like seven. I've read three or four. Very much enjoyed them. I think Dune, the first one, is just a fantastic novel. I Really recommend it. But the movie uh, is, in my mind, the best adaptation of it so far. And it only goes through, you know, the first half or maybe two thirds of the novel. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, cuts some things out. It's an adaptation. You know, these things. Are what they are yeah. uh but i thought like what they did with the soundtrack hans zimmer just blew me away with managing to like there's like a spirituality to the music that is so captivating the director oh, I'm, I'm gonna mess up his name so i'm gonna try but he did a fantastic job with like creating that sense of scale like how Yes, big. A lot of things are in that universe, whether it's like the spaceships, and then you see like the bigger spaceship, and like it, it, it just felt almost overwhelming. Seeing it in the theater, like you, you, you felt small. <laughs> it, it was incredible. Just like the the sense of scale, and then the story itself, I think, is captivating. I thought the acting was fantastic. Some of those like key scenes, like the the gum jabbar scene, was was basically just really emotional nuanced acting it, i don't know they captured it they captured it so for me it was it was a beautiful experience
1: you're so i also saw that movie and when i was talking about with someone they also mentioned the soundtrack and i it's not something that hit me when i was watching it i was uh-huh. surprised so i was like i gotta watch it again but i think it did a good job of making me want to read the book actually so Mm -hmm. like i agree i really liked the storyline yeah the one comment i had was i felt like you know how like it's usually like building up a story climax resolution Mm -hmm. i felt like the climax happened in the middle of the movie which is
0: weird it kind of it kind of because when it ended the part one aspect makes it kind of yeah strange yeah
1: Yeah. i agree but it i still would yeah want to see a second one yeah But that's, like, the only movie I saw this year, so I can't say
0: mine. Sure, yeah. Uh, We saw, like, a a lot of movies from home, perhaps for obvious reasons. We've got, like, a nice TV down here. But, yeah, I think think Dune in theaters was pretty incredible. Uh, The other thing I'll say is, like, Dune, the novel, can be hard to read, like, the first time you try to go through it. Mm -hmm. Like, especially at the beginning, there's just, like, a lot of terms being thrown around. I actually, like, for someone who hasn't read the novel before, I recommend you watch the movie before reading the novel, which is, it feels almost strange for me to make that kind of recommendation, because I feel like for most film adaptations, the book is just better, mm-hmm. hands down. But actually, I think, like, though the book is better in this case, I think, I'll like, just... if you're not familiar with it yet, watching the film first and then reading the the novel is probably the best way to go. Yeah so i feel like it gives you like it makes it more approachable
1: i'm almost like conflicted about reading it though because like you said the movie's only half or two-thirds so then i'll know what happens next if i finish it i could just stop that's if i can read that fast first of all sure (laughs) but yeah
0: i think you'd finish the book in time for sure
1: i haven't finished a book in a long time (laughs)
0: You get like I just an hour. Start them and then you get like an hour to read every time you take a flight.
1: True. Maybe I'll read. Well, I'm reading the Hobbit right now. I'll probably oh, finish right, the Hobbit yeah. over these holidays. That's a good idea. I've not read that. See, I haven't read anything since Okay, I've read like a chapter since our last episode, but that's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm a slow reader.
0: Gotcha. So, give me a uh, give me your category.
1: Well, I wanted to talk about what I think was the best single of the year. So, like, released a single song um, before the album came out. And this was tough for me because Good For You by Olivia Rodrigo mm-hmm. came out first. And it was really good because I already had the hype of Olivia Rodrigo's driver's license. <laughs> and But then Good For You was, like, a way better song, in my opinion. But then...
0: What, a, what about... Okay, so you've got a...
1: I have a second one, and to... I really don't know if I can decide between the two. Then, like, Billie Eilish came out with Happier Than Ever, and the problem is they're both these, like, songs that have a bridge that just, like, blows you away,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they're very similar, and I love them both, so...
0: So is it just, like, the the vibe of the songs that get you, or or is there something specific about, like, the theme well... or the lyrics?
1: With Olivia Rodrigo, I think I'm just, like, blown away that I feel like the reason this song popped off is, first of all, she's a, she's a cast member of High School Musical, the series on, I think it might be on Netflix. It's, like, a series of High School Musical, so, like, not the same cast at all as, like, the mm-hmm. movies of when I was younger. And she had she was dating someone who was also a cast member, and when they broke up, that's when she wrote the song Driver's License and everyone went crazy about it because it was about their breakup and how he moved on to a new girl. Mm -hmm. And it blew up on TikTok and then it like blew away the records for like a single with the most streams or listens within the first week that it was released. And I think it was because of TikTok. So I think that was just like an eye-opening, like, wow, this is what TikTok can do or like the power it has now. And so then I was blown away with just that Olivia Rodrigo's I don't know. I knew who she was at that time and I like liked the song cuz it also had a really good bridge. <laughs> it's all about the bridges for me. And then when that other song came out which is I mean, people thought it was very much like Misery Business by Paramore and that's I love that style of music and so like I love that like little bit of rock in there. That's what I love and then Happier Than Ever is the same way. It like adds that little bit of rock to the song. And for Billie Eilish, there's no, like, underlying story. It's just, wow, that was a really good song. Because, like, you're listening, 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 and then you're like... I got the chills the mm-hmm. first time I listened to it, which I really like.
0: Like, when you actually, like, shiver from the music? Yeah, or, like, yeah. get the goosebumps.
1: Yeah. yeah. I get that feeling or that sensation a lot when I hear something really good. Especially live, though.
0: Like, yeah. some shows live. It can be so much more powerful live. Because you get, like, all oh. the other people there. Yeah. And you kind of get caught up in the crowd energy.
1: Yeah. Well, even... I still remember this one time I played an orchestra in high school, and we had three different orchestras, and the really good one. While I was a freshman, played, and there was a cello solo, and I immediately got chills. I was like, "That was I have chills right now, <laughs> just thinking about it." I was like,
0: "Cello, this
1: guy is like a senior, and he can do that." <laughs> I get chills often.
0: Yeah, I I mean that's ASMR. Mm-hmm. You know, we were thinking about doing an ASMR segment at some point. Yep, maybe that's coming in twenty twenty two.
1: I, we'll do our best. I don't, I don't have a lot of experience with that. I just do it with music, but because I've watched like the people go to yeah, the microphone, yeah. and I'm just like, this is weird. <laughs> but <laughs> uh,
0: it is weird. But maybe that's part of what makes it a good segment.
1: Yeah. And then okay, back to the single. There was a third one on there, but it was solely for the purpose of I don't know if I liked it, but have you heard about Taylor's Taylor Swift's? all-too-well 10-minute version no well i guess i can't call it a single it was released with with the album so it's a single song i don't know i feel like it was hyped up so much and then she did a 15 minute mini film with it that she directed and i, I don't know did okay. you watch it yeah okay it's a i just i, I don't think i'm the biggest swifty but i feel like everyone was blown away no by don't it.
0: don't say that <laughs> the internet's gonna cancel
1: i love taylor swift
0: <laughs> yeah we're we stand for t swift
1: <laughs> i do like i listened to the whole album on our road trip in zion but i mean it is pretty cool that she, she broke the record for like the longest song to hit number one on the billboard i don't remember the one that was there now i feel bad I think it was like 9 minutes and 38 seconds, and this one's like 10 minutes and whatever. So that's cool that it did that, because I think a lot of people loved that.
0: Are there, I mean, <clears throat> people don't really listen to the radio anymore, but are there like radio edits of these long versions, or would that just be that's like? That's
1: what, I don't think this one is on the radio. Hmm. I don't know if the other <laughs> one was, because it was like an older song, and so I wouldn't know if it's played on the radio or not. i I'm someone who still listens to the radio, so I usually know what's on the radio yeah. or not. Which people think it's weird, but I like the radio.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people have moved over to Spotify. We'll mm-hmm. have, like, the radio on just because we get into the car and it's like the radio comes on. and yep. We don't turn it off.
1: Yeah. That's it. But and if I had to guess, fun fact, I've shared this with people before and they'll know this. In middle school, you know, we all have our own little lockers. I was obsessed with mainstream pop music and every Sunday would be Ryan Seacrest's AT40 American Top 40 Songs of the Week. And I would write down all 40 songs and post them in my locker each week.
0: No way. And so
1: I started to get a good sense of like how much I hear a song on the radio and where I think it will fall within the list of the 40. And so like, I feel like it's less so now, but I still feel like I can do a pretty good job where if you gave me a song could probably guess within like five so like plus or minus two or three of where it falls i don't want to test this i'm gonna fail but if i had to guess for 2021 i want to say that good for you or stay by justin bieber kidleroy and kidleroy
0: wait which one is stay don't do more than five uh, seconds of the song for you're gonna have purposes. to give me
1: a couple of seconds i can't do it it's not in my head right now.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> but if it I comes think to you, one of those singing.
1: Okay. One of those will be the top song of the year, I think.
0: One I of those know. six By songs streamed. you mentioned?
1: Um No the two. Oh. The last two I said. Okay. Good okay. for you or stay. <laughs> Which I do like stay. I just am not a big Justin Bieber fan. It's a good song though. Oh. Best cat of the year.
0: You can't make <laughs> me decide I've got two cats. I know. Most frequent <laughs> podcast guest, sure.
1: Honestly, sometimes I see pictures of other people's cats, and I think I love cats so much. I'm like, they're the cutest thing I've ever seen to every single cat. And, like, (laughs) I have my own. And I still think every time I see a new one, I'm just like, they're the cutest thing I've ever seen.
0: (laughs) I don't know how they did it. Mm -hmm. They've managed to... Oh. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I got to not get swept up in the cat.
1: Would you like to do a TV show?
0: Yeah, I mean this one's pretty easy, and I think a lot of people are gonna guess this for me already. But uh, best TV show? Ooh, ooh, ooh! Actually, this this might be tough. I was gonna say Squid Game.
1: Mm-hmm, that's what I expected, but
0: because I I really really enjoyed Squid Game, and even after like finishing Squid Game, uh, my wife and I like watched some theory videos, and those were kind of <laughs> fascinating about like things that might be going on like you know behind the curtain of squid game who's who's behind whatever and how how people might know each other but it's not like called out on the show like i love that stuff however we just started watching the wheel of time series on amazon and the wheel of time series of books were i mean I, i read them all and loved them like i read them through college and then afterward uh, and seeing it finally, like, realized in a TV show when, like, prior attempts at adapting it were just, like, the most horrifically bad, like, they're unwatchable, yeah. you know? But now this new one on Amazon Prime is actually, like, Really good, and we're having a lot of fun with it. And it's a little more like lighthearted, I'd say, compared to like Game of Thrones. And I, okay. I like a little, a little more campiness in my show.
1: Mm-hmm. What do you? What than, does like, campiness mean?
0: Kind of like a, almost like a goofiness okay. to it. Like it's not, it's not as like, I don't know, super dark as Game of Thrones mm. or or something like Breaking Bad, which is just like so dark so we're really enjoying that i i guess i probably can't say it's my favorite of the year though because i think they still have like two more episodes that are going to come out oh. before the end of the year so i haven't finished it okay so i don't know if i can put it on my my best slot yeah. but like if the next two episodes are as good as the first six then i think it's going to be my best of the year but for now for the purpose of this podcast squid game all the way baby <laughs>
1: Now that I'm like thinking through the shows we watched this year, it's hard to like say if I can call it a show of the year because it's a series, there's multiple seasons and like we might have binged the whole season and I liked season one better than season two, but so season two came out this year, maybe it's not that good. So like, mm. cause I'm even thinking like Ted Lasso, absolutely loved, I feel like it became popular this year, but really like season one probably came out last year right? and like I liked season one better than season two. So it's, like, hard to say. And then same thing with His Dark Materials. That's a show I yeah. really recommend. But, I I mean, the second season was at, like, the beginning of this year. And I can't remember which one I liked better. I just really like that show. Like, I don't even remember how it ended. Usually when we pick up a show, we have to, like, watch, like, a 10-minute recap of the prior seasons.
0: My personal take is if something... Is like relatively unknown in the year that it comes out but then it, it like blows up and gets popularized in a later year I think that's the year that it should be considered for okay. like award nominations yep. because there's like a lot of hidden gems that kind of sleep under the surface like yeah. I'm thinking right now about like indie video games like I think this happened with Among Us actually which I is something know. that we played a lot with our coworkers. workers uh, but Among Us Wasn't included in the award ceremonies in the year that it came out like the game awards Which is video games version of the oscars But then it became popularized it really blew up and they it ended up getting included in the game awards and actually won a lot of awards
1: Yeah, because it probably blew up because of covid exactly then so it released like before then even and
0: right So it it came out in let's see covid came out in 2020. (laughs) So uh, among us came out in 2019.
1: Okay. Wow. Yeah, that's cool.
0: Yeah, and I think I think that's the way to do it because like if there aren't enough people aware of it that you can't even that it's not even being uh considered as good or bad, then yeah. I don't think it truly exists.
1: Then I'm going with Ted Lasso.
0: <laughs> Ted Lasso it is.
1: Watch it, it's good.
0: Okay, so you had oh yeah, what's your best moment?
1: Um, so this one like I have taken like multiple vacations i've had really good hangouts with friends i don't know but i really think like a moment that stands out in my head this year and this is i don't know if this is going to sound cheesy or what but like the day i got my COVID 19 vaccine like the first dose it was like i probably cried i'm i feel like i'm gonna cry right now (laughs) i just felt like it was like a part of history like wow i'm taking this like brand new vaccine because of this crazy virus that happened and now I'm getting a shot like I don't know. I think I was just like in the moment felt like it was like a historical moment of my life. But it sounds weird and I definitely don't think people think that, but that's how I thought of it.
0: No, I think a lot of people feel that. I okay. this was not what I was expecting you yeah. to say. Um, <laughs> but I think a lot of people felt that. And I'm sure I'm sure the people administering the vaccines probably also saw a lot of people like oh. get emotional. Well, because I even
1: I was thinking, like, I was so thankful for it that I almost wanted to be able to volunteer at a place like that to be able to, like, disperse it or whatever. And I did look up volunteer stuff. And, of course, the only openings are, like, the actual nurses. And I was like, well, I'm not a nurse, so I can't do this. (laughs) But, yeah, because I, yeah, I felt like it was a powerful moment for me.
0: Yeah, and I... I'm I'm thinking back to how I I felt during it. I I don't think I like had like an immediate emotional reaction, but I also felt like a lot of relief on the day that I realized that it was in full effect for me. Like oh, I didn't yeah. need to wait any longer because there's like a it's like a two week waiting period or whatever before mm-hmm. the the shot is like in effect. And I remember on that day just feeling like I don't know it was like a weird unwinding of a lot of stress yeah. for me. So that was really good. Yeah, that, that's a good I feel one. Like
1: it changed the course of the world. COVID changed the course of the world, and then vaccinations did. I mean, now we're still
0: evolving. I mean, yeah, the hospitals are still full. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there there are still uh, a lot of people, you know, who aren't vaccinated and are going to the hospital. Predominantly, mm-hmm. it's unvaccinated people in the hospitals right now, as I understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's that's not good. Um obviously like if the hospital's full of people who are very sick with covid then it makes it harder one to treat them and two to treat people who are getting sick from other things yes. like you know your your typical heart attacks and strokes and everything else on the list
1: Yeah, and um, just hard on resources yeah yeah
0: anyway. Um well that's a great one no i i love it. I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm like so i i wasn't anticipating that at all because like you said like you've had so many like travels and like mm-hmm. cool experiences and all that and then
1: just this one little shot yeah. one day. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And and the reality is, like, you you wouldn't have been able to, or maybe wouldn't have been comfortable with doing like a lot of those things. Yeah, and I think
1: it. something that hit me too is like, I think at first, when I found out vaccinations were being vaccines were being created, researched, whatever, I was pretty scared. About this brand new thing being put into my body. Mm -hmm. I'm very like protective of my
0: body. You're talking about like the mRNA.
1: Yeah, I don't even specifically,
0: or just like just in general, that it's
1: a brand new thing that like there isn't long term studies done on it type thing. Mm -hmm. And that kind of scares me about other things in life. And like e cigarettes, for example, I'm just like, how long have those been around? Like, we don't actually know the long term effect of them. And so, like, stuff like that really bothers me. Then I don't know that Mm -hmm. knowledge. And so, that's why I was like, when the, Like when I found out that I could get it the day I got it, I was immediately in and I was like, wow, I felt like that was like my gut feeling of like, I need this and I need it now
0: type thing. Oh, so that's so so what you said is you had a lot of like, like fear about it. But then once you realized that it was available, that that just turned off and you're like, I "I need no, I need it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I think leading up to it, I started to get like, I I really can't wait to get the vaccine. I did start having those feelings. (laughs) Cause I was over it I was like I just want a normal world again but I don't think that'll happen but <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of like a flip of the switch because like someone told me hey they're giving them to all ages here I went over to Dan I'm like hey can we leave right now yeah.
0: <laughs> they close in an hour <laughs> yeah and I remember like when you told me that that you guys got the vaccine and I was like wait how how yeah. <laughs> like yeah so that was and then I think you you did point me toward a place that was I was doing it for like all ages at that point. Yep. So and it was, still very thankful for that.
1: Well thanks. Yeah. I I was surprised that you got a different kind than I did, but mm, right. <laughs> I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> they just take whatever's available.
0: So, um, can I talk about my favorite game of the year? Sure, best did you? game. Best well, video game of twenty twenty one.
1: Yes, but I wanna did you wanna talk about it a moment or do you wanna save that for later? I don't
0: know if I've got a, okay. a best
1: Oh, actually, you know what?
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> let, let me talk. Let me talk. Listen to this. So, uh, this past week, I went to uh, Brazelton, Georgia. Oh my
1: gosh, I meant to talk about this already.
0: To to get my, um, it was my final like credential ceremony to earn my fellowship in the Society of Actuaries, which so is so exciting. Uh, so you say, and it was it was an excellent event. I. I think my favorite part was probably networking with, like, all the other actuaries who were getting their final designation at that point. It's, like, the end of a long journey for some of us, like, a decade-long journey. So to finish that was good. But there was, like, a moment the last night that we were there, um, and my, my wife came with me, too. And, like, guests are invited to the final banquet and reception of of the ceremony. And after all the dancing and drinking and dining ended uh, after midnight, you know, um, a lot of people like went back to their rooms because the the bars on the premises were closed. Uh, But we and, I don't know, maybe 20, 25 other people like stayed out in the hotel lobby where there's a big piano. One of the actuaries is apparently very good at tickling the ivory. (laughs) And, uh, I don't know, you're just playing all these, like, nice songs. Somebody ordered pizza. We all relaxed. And, I don't know, there's, like, this feeling of... Are you ever, ever, like, in a situation where you... You're so happy and relaxed and enjoying the moment, and you realize that you're going to remember the moment, and you start to feel the emotion of reminiscing, even while you're still... In the moment? Yep. It was it was one of those yep. moments. So it was a very sweet, probably like hour, hour and a half of, of just like relaxing in this hotel lobby with other people who just achieved something pretty monumental yeah. and, and their guests who supported them through it.
1: I kind of forgot about this. I wanted to say like congratulations to our new FSA. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I forgot to start off with that. Well, Congratulations now.
0: <laughs> I appreciate it, Yeah, despite the timing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think we talked about this before mm-hmm. in an earlier episode, how in some ways, like, this doesn't feel uh, as impactful to me. I, I kind of, I revisited some of those emotions or lack of emotions later on, uh, did some ruminating about it, and I, I realized, like, despite the fact that I don't feel a lot about, like, my own personal... Uh, academic achievement with this, Mm -hmm. I was still feeling a a ton of like pride and uh, like belief is maybe a good word in the profession itself. And I think that's what, what I'm really like holding up out of this entire situation is like my own achievement doesn't mean a lot. What really makes our profession uh, as valued as it is, what makes us great advisors to our principals and clients, what What makes us an incredible profession is the fact that we've got this code of professional conduct. We've got our actuarial standards of practice, even things like the the disciplinary group, the ABCD, yeah. and our informal actuarial communities, the way that we um, support each other and also hold hold each other accountable uh, to like the standards of practice and the mm-hmm. code of conduct, that's really what makes us the profession that we are. That's why. We are trusted and respected. Mm-hmm. Like when 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 we get hired to work for an employer or get hired by a client, they're not thinking about all of the exams that we took. Yeah, that that technical side is important, but what they're really thinking about is they want somebody who's going to be unbiased, that's going to follow certain standards, that's going to be ethical, that's going to support their business in a way that they can – they can trust. They know we're not coming in with some other agenda because we're yeah. trained not to. That to me, like every time I think about it, I'm like, yeah, this is great, and I'm proud to be an FSA because I'm a part of that. Yeah. Not because okay. of what I did to get there.
1: Gotcha. I like that way of thinking about it, I guess, and I feel like it's a really good explanation of it. And you did a really good job explaining that. <laughs> Thanks. I feel like it could be a speech at the next banquet. <laughs> watch out
0: <laughs> who knows yeah maybe uh maybe one day
1: yeah no i yeah i appreciate that perspective a lot probably because yeah that's a profession that i'm in too yeah. so well and you're, you're like close that. to
0: the end of your your journey to fsa as well yes hopefully yeah i believe that you are yeah
1: i i feel like i believe too which is why i might be very sad if i'm not close <laughs>
0: yeah let's forget all about that do you want to hear about my i want to hear the best video game, game yeah. okay cool <laughs> i've been really excited to talk about this because like i said in the last episode i didn't have at that point a game of the year and that was just a, a week ago right also like i said i don't i, I try not to pick a game that's just like kind of good i like yeah. to pick something that i think is impactful to the game industry or impactful to me personally and this year's 2021's best game of the year is a little indie gem called before your eyes all right let's learn about it (laughs) let's get into it so uh before your eyes it it only took me it actually took me a little less than two hours to complete one playthrough so it it's very short um
1: what console?
0: It's on the PC. Okay. PC only right now. And when I describe the game in a minute, you're going to realize why PC is the best for it and kind of the only approachable release for it. So, in Before Your Eyes, you play as a soul, like the soul of someone who's died. Okay. And you're just kind of floating in the water. And then the boatman picks you up to take you to, like, the end resting place of souls, right? Mm-hmm. But while you're on that boat journey, you relive your life oh, man. through your eyes, right? So you you have, like, the perspective of yourself as a baby. And you're just kind of, like, looking around, right? So you, you, like, control where you look with the mouse. But the only other control in the game, other than moving the mouse, is your webcam watches your eyes oh, the entire time and when you blink you move forward in time so what? so like so what ends up happening is like uh, you know you're a child and your mom's talking to you or or having an argument with your dad or or whatever and you're you're trying so hard to like listen and get to the end of the conversation but inevitably you blink Oh, man. And you're maybe five minutes in the future, maybe five years in the future. you move forward, right, and sometimes it's like these really beautiful moments that you're trying to like hang on to, but then you just blink and it all slips away. Wow, so I started playing this on uh it was like Tuesday night or Thursday night. I don't remember, and uh Chen left to go to the gym. I installed the game started playing it and i was i i was like weeping i was crying for like an hour straight she got back from the gym and my face is all red and you know i said hi and (laughs) all that and then i was like i think i I think i gotta get back and like finish this game tonight because it's it's just too much to like like i i need to knock it out in one shot because it's so emotional so then i sat back down and finished it and she's on the couch too like trying to watch some show or something <laughs> but i'm just a mess i've got like tears streaming down my face i like and i'm not only am i crying but it's it's not like i can just like cry because when you blink <laughs> like the game moves forward oh so i'm like God. crying but also trying to like hold my eyes open to, to keep like oh the scene God. going and it's like it's such a beautiful story too like, from life to death of this person and, like, the, the way that... It, it touches on some, like, personal things for me, too. Like, the the kid was, like, very sick when they were young, and so, like, some of that was, like, really yeah. touching a nerve. And it was just beautiful the way it ended. It was beautiful. I mean, start to finish, the whole, the whole thing was, like, it was, like, two hours of tears. And it's also... It's one of these um, relatively few games that manages to tell a story that can't be told through other mediums or through other media like like you can't go to a movie theater and watch that like the story of that game because part of the narrative itself is the fact that you can't hang on to everything Mm -hmm. That eventually like no matter how hard you try like a lot of these memories that you have are are gonna be cut they're gonna be they're gonna fade they're gonna like as you get older like everything that you remember now like you're not gonna remember uh-huh. every trip that you took this year. You're gonna remember like half of one of them.
1: Yeah.
0: And to have a game like show you that and make you a part of that narrative could I mean, I can't speak highly enough of it. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant game. Before your eyes. You've got a PC with a webcam. And and honestly, like for non gamers too, I highly recommend it. I think it's it's one of these games that Like I said, use a mouse to move around or to look around. There are no other controls other than your blinking.
1: I feel like it's probably a good thing that it's so short because I feel like this could be very straining on your eyes for some people.
0: I mean, it felt like two hours was the right time, and especially like being able to take a break an hour into it. Mm -hmm. I think that was the right, right way to play it.
1: How do you like find these types of games or discover them?
0: That's a good question. I listen to a lot of, like, video game podcasts, and as of anything, like, on social media, if you experience a little bit of it, social media will start recommending more of it to you. So, mm-hmm. so for me, like, if you were to look at my my recommendations on any social platform, you'll see, like, a ton of, like, VR and video games and, like, indie stuff and, and swag clothing. <laughs> So, yeah, I think a lot of it is just, like, guided recommendations, unfortunately. Like, I think that's, like, the other thing with social media, right, is it kind of bubbles people. So, like, they know what I like and they'll feed me that. But they're not going to, like, feed all of you my recommendations. So
1: Definitely. Like, my TikTok is all cats. Yeah. And some people do not like cats. And, like, I don't have any video games, but I'm sure people who are very into video games, like, that's it. I don't even, I've never even seen a video on TikTok about a video game. Right, so, yeah. right.
0: Yeah, my TikTok is all people drinking heavily and swearing a lot. So I think I think it all <laughs> checks out.
1: That sounds like Ryland. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Yeah, I feel like I was going to talk about potentially. I didn't know how to word it. Like, best TikToker of 2021. Mm-hmm. I really like TikTok. But I think how I'm going to word it is like, The best TikToker I discovered in 2021, maybe. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I was on there last year. Like, when the pandemic started, I pretty much downloaded TikTok. But there's this girl. She doesn't do anything crazy. She just tells stories Mm -hmm. of her everyday life. But she's the best storyteller I've ever heard. And I don't know how she does it. Her name is Elise Myers.
0: Oh, very similar. Yeah. Is that part of the no all
1: right i just love it and like i think part of the thing is like how is she so good at story why is it that every time i stop on her like two minute three minute long video why do i listen to the whole thing every single time why does she get me so intrigued and it's just the way she tells the story like a lot of like really interesting things have happened to her in her life she also talks about her week too but like Mm -hmm. i'm just like where do you have these, like, how do you have all these, like, diverse experiences growing up? So I think that might be part of it. But then I was like, what if I tried to tell the same story of, like, she forgot the doggy bag when she took her dog on a walk and it went poop in someone's yard. And I'm like, if I told the same story, no one would, like, care as much as I cared about listening to can you your like, story.
0: Can you tell the dog poop story the way um, she tells it?
1: I cannot tell it the way she tells it.
0: It's I'm, like, so, I'm so curious to, like, know the technique or whatever. Like, does she okay. have a good hook? Is it, like, I'm the way really, she modulates her voice?
1: It is the way she forms her sentences, I want to say. Huh. So she'll be like, I went on a walk this morning. I was wearing three layers of coats. Why, you ask? Because I can't even do it. Because it was so many degrees outside. See, <laughs> so I can't even do I'm this. I'm intrigued. Keep going. <laughs> She's like, but... Do you want to know what coat I wasn't wearing? What? The one with twenty doggy bags in all of the pockets. Oh, I love that. I because she also yeah. talks about her anxiety a lot too. So like, mm-hmm. I think that's like, I just love those type of videos too. So that's probably why I like her. But anxiety she's like, because I never want to be out of a bag ever. And she's like, it's six a.m. He starts pooping. I'm like, oh my god, what do I do? And like, I think it's part of her hand movements because she also does this a lot. She asks the audience a question. She's like, she's like, who? is up at 6 a.m., this lady that the dog... Oh,
0: she's (laughs) just, like, super animated. Yeah, she is. And
1: she does a lot of, like, emojis on the screen, and she has kind of, like, some signature emojis, I'll call it. So, like, you're, I don't know. I always appreciate seeing them. And then, but, yeah, I think it's the way she, like...
0: When you say signature emojis, you mean, like, custom?
1: It seems like she created them. She's also a web developer, so, like, I think she might have, like, a graphic designer created them. But I'm unsure about that. But she uses them a lot, so I feel like it's something she did. But yeah, so I've also saw a lot of impersonations of her on TikTok, which is funny. But she's the only original. She she does it best. But anyway, to conclude the story, I feel like I can't leave you hanging. <laughs> it pooped on the lawn. And this lady came out and yelled at her, are you going to pick that up? And she's like, yeah, I was going to run home and get a bag right now. And she's like, sure you were. I have a bag for you. And she's like, thank you so much. Like, um, but she was pretty fed up with it. But again, even that little part I told you right now, she made it sound <laughs> way more interesting. And then I, I think what got her... A lot more followers is her taco guy story. Taco and I don't, guy? I don't want to spoil it. If you search Elise Meyer's taco guy, you'll find that video. All right. It's good. I. That's what made me really like her. Because then, you know, you click on the video and you start watching all the rest of them and you get hooked. And so now I watch her videos almost every day.
0: Nice. <laughs> Was that Do the another? best of 2021? Do you have something else that you're drumming up?
1: um well i mean i thought about sharing like my favorite album of 2021 oh different than the single right but then again i would say olivia rodrigo's album
0: Okay.
1: (laughs) i do think she has work to do on performing i don't think she's the best performer
0: in terms of like stage presence yeah
1: well kind of i feel like she had some good performances as far as like what stage performance like um action on the stage but i don't think she's been very like she's not very used to it and you can tell and i felt like like one of them i want to say it was like amas she felt very out of breath and like she like just wasn't like trained or like has enough training yet for that i feel like and i also don't know how much she wrote the songs herself i think she did write all the lyrics but i don't know like how involved she is with that so like that's why i'm still like but i still love that album so It's probably the, it's nostalgic for me because I feel like it's an album I would have liked as like a high schooler Mm. or a middle schooler.
0: (laughs) Speaking of musical artists. Yes. Dune, going back there. Zendaya was in that film. Yes. Yeah, do you listen to her music? I I didn't even know that she was like an artist until after I saw Dune.
1: I don't think I've ever known that either. (laughs) <laughs> okay i mean i knew her from a disney show i think it was oh. like right as i oh. wasn't watching disney channel anymore all right but... so
0: she's like a disney channel kid
1: yep yeah um so that makes sense because i feel like a lot of those stars are also singers like actor singer type i got you. lifestyle yeah. but i yeah i didn't know that while i was like researching all the albums from 2021 earlier seeing if i forgot any that like came out really early this year I kept seeing some that i've never heard of but they were listed on like all these like top 10 so like i definitely have some albums to go and listen to because they probably won't be in my music taste as much but i feel like i appreciate a lot of music it might not be what i listen to all the time but i still appreciate it so i'm excited to do that this week too
0: yeah there's you know despite the fact that i've played so many video games this year there's a lot that i I just wasn't able to get to, yeah. especially like a lot of AAA titles, okay. which is like video games made by like larger studios. Gotcha. Um, like I watched the the video game I'm just ask or this. the Game Awards. Yep. Uh, when was that? It was like Thursday, I think. Thursday night. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. And yeah, for like the Game of Game of the Year category, I'd only played one of them.
1: And which how is, many nominees? Were? There
0: were five or six nominees.
1: Okay.
0: So yeah, like pretty embarrassing like coverage (laughs) on my part but I think I tend to play like a lot more indie games which are a little bit shorter in general and yeah some like double A kind of games
1: I feel like you wouldn't have as nearly high of a number of video games if you played all the really long ones, right?
0: Yeah, that's true <laughs> as well. Um, so I think my end count as of today is probably like 35 games, because we're sitting at like 31 as of last week's episode. And yeah, i, I, I played like four more since then. Enough okay. To, yeah.
1: Whatever number plus four.
0: <laughs> Actually, it's probably, it's probably more like 34 it, at this
1: point. Okay. I thought it was 38, but now I don't remember. I did the math i even like, oh, like before i put the number in there i like checked on the calculator three times yeah. so that'd be so embarrassing if i added up the number wrong. i'm with
0: you <laughs> during that episode when we were um we were playing like, like that little game yeah i was like so worried because like you know there's no like on-screen tracker as we're editing the episode like yep. letting us know everything it's like i was like having to count with each like new category that we we brought yeah. up to each other. should have was... done a paper. Yeah.
1: Paper and pencil.
0: That's the way to go. Yeah. Ditch the computers. We're bringing Don't this. Don't need this anymore. <laughs> we're, we're bringing the podcast to you analog in the future. <laughs> uh, okay. So is that the best of 2021? Yeah. Is there anything else that's best? Best YouTube channel, I think, is Who You Know, right? Who You Know Podcast.
1: I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah. Who You Know Podcast with your who you know hosts, I guess we can talk about holiday traditions, Mm -hmm. right?
1: Welcome back.
0: Uh, Thank you. (laughs) I thought you'd never say that.
1: I wasn't really talking to you.
0: (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Well, uh, listen up. We looked at the the recording time uh, while we were on our little break, and it turns out we filled up a lot of content already in this episode.
1: Yeah, and... I don't want to make you sit here for another 30 minutes, even if you want to.
0: (laughs) I also don't want, you know, us to be drowned under editing for... Oh, yeah. For, you know... I
1: wasn't even thinking of that. (laughs) 50%
0: longer than normal. (laughs) So uh, I think we're going to cut the episode here today. um, And we will circle back on our holiday traditions talk in a later episode, which will be probably on pace with our normal release schedule but yep. just as a reminder with the holidays and everything we're probably going to have a uh on and off kind of publication period for a few weeks here yep and hoping that we'll have a guest for our next show yeah i know we've had a lot of uh host only episodes but we want to build our guest pipeline back up and start having more people on the show again because we really really as much as we like getting to know each other we love getting to know our guests as well and uh thank you for watching (laughs) oh i was gonna say uh we like getting our guests to know other people as well
1: yeah Yeah. that's a good point yeah so sorry that's it for today
0: (laughs) i'm never apologizing for this but thank you all for joining us
1: see ya